Hello. Hi. Um, I'm gonna sit like I would sit during the or something. Uh, hello. My name is Tommy, and I like cars that kill people because apparently that's a useful <laughs> plot for a film. Fuck off, it's a good film. Is that going? Hi, I'm Tommy, and I like old movies. Movies that have cars that kill people because somehow that's a good plot for a film. Oh, it is going. Cool. I've seen you get annoying really fast. <laughs> oh my god! I've <laughs> <laughs> got the opener. That's not. That's not. Oh. My bad. <laughs> We should talk a little bit about what we're going to do in new like short films, and if we've got any ideas or stuff. Well, that was one of the things, wasn't it? Oh, fuck. No, it wasn't. <sighs> one of the things I wanted to say quickly is we're now going to do this properly here. So, not pilots now, this is like episode one. Yeah. I do think we need an introduction. Uh, what do you mean? Yeah, but like. Introduction is in what? Like, you mean opening music, or do you mean us two? No, I mean no. standing there and saying. Yo, what's up? So you say, hey, Yo, it's Studio up? 2. Uh, yeah, but it just feels weird. This wacky. is the Studio 2 podcast with Tommy and then I'll go and Ryan. Yeah, we'll use that. Anyway, so what week are we on now? We're about two weeks into 2018. Someone's just opened that door, so someone's going to interrupt us. Someone's going to come in. I reckon it's going to shout it like 10 seconds ago. They always do. They're not going to do it now. No, you'll probably just clean it. Yeah. So we're like... Two, two weeks, not two years, into 2018. Uh, if you don't count holidays, we did one... We did a... Uh, blank on the word. Podcast? We did a... Pilot. Pilot. We did one pilot, and then we did another one. We weren't happy with the other one. So we decided to scrap no, it. No, so we're going to try and keep them to an hour long. Hour? Yeah. Okay. Because an hour sort of worked, it was concise, it was funny still. An hour and a half was just a bit... Uh, um, yeah, and... Personally, I don't know how you work. Uh, I'm sort of trying to limit notes that I write because last, like the second pilot we did, I'd written really detailed notes of everything I wanted to say. Yeah. And then you sort of, there was a very obvious switch when we moved from like just having a conversation to something that I'd scripted, and I didn't like that. So Which I'm trying part to sort of limit Would you? Did you? Prefer? I like just a bit more of a flowy conversation. All right. But that's just how I work. I don't make notes for things. So. Yeah, I tend not to make my notes because usually stuff that I like to talk about would be stuff that happened on the day. Yeah. Or stuff that I just thought about literally 10 seconds ago. So, but, speaking of thinking about stuff 10 seconds ago, two weeks ago it was Christmas. <laughs> so, like, do you want to. What do you think of Christmas? How was your Christmas? Uh, well, I mean, I worked it. So, I worked Christmas Eve. I work it every Christmas day. day, I got off Boxing Day. I, yeah, I had that off as well, and then I worked New Year's Eve. I didn't do anything. I meant more of like, <laughs> what are your opinions of Christmas? He said, what did you do? Well, I was trying to be nice, but, you know. Wow. Read my fucking mind. I don't actually wow. care about you. Um, my opinions on Christmas. Uh, been to Christmas. I mean, I, I think it's fine. I mean, <laughs> I don't like do the fact that it's all based around presents, but if that's how it's become, that's how it's become. Yeah, chippy the baby Jesus. 
do you find that like as you get older like you don't have the Christmas spirit I haven't had the Christmas spirit since I was about 12 yeah see I kept getting moaned at because I was I just didn't feel it I think it's because I was working over Christmas more like, I worked mornings yeah and I was working in the well, days as you, you just get the same fucking three Christmas songs played non-stop and repeat oh my god I have I have uh, where we work we have obviously we're booking a pub that does food so you have a chef or a cook and I look, she's great, loved a bit. She but. played Christmas songs non-stop for about three weeks, <laughs> and I wanted to kill someone at the yeah. end of it. Um, no, it's it. Christmas is fine. I think as you get older, obviously, you just get more and more stuff to do. Mm-hmm. So you end up well, it comes yeah, Christmas and it's busier like busier over Christmas. You don't have that hype. Yeah, it's two weeks until Christmas, and you go, oh, it's Christmas, two weeks. Yeah, and you don't, you don't have that. I spent about four hundred pound in Christmas this year. I was cheap, but I got good gifts. See, I don't know how I spent £400 on Christmas. You don't know for a fact one of my friends got a CD thing from Poundland. <laughs> so, <laughs> Poundland present. <laughs> uh, I don't quite know what or where all my money went, but it did. I didn't so. know you had £400. Neither did I. Was that from the new job? Well, yeah, I was getting paid, and I was just spending it straight away. Until oh, I spent, see, that happens to me as well. I got 200 quid. I spent about 200 quid in a day. I spent no, I spent quite a bit. Um, a lot of it was with grandparents and stuff. I never know what to get, so I, I will just put money in a card or I'll just give them vouchers. <laughs> it's the worst holiday for they give you this really thoughtful gift because yeah. you've got loads of stuff you're into, and then they're into being old, like <laughs> like a dog, <laughs> and you can't get them a dog because they've got a dog because that's the dog they're into. So yeah. yeah, it's been a weird one for me. It's the first one I've had actual money on. So I've actually been able to buy my own presents instead of... Do you suffer with, like, the the bit between Christmas and New Year's where it's just I sort of that... I was perpetually drunk. Well... I, I was drunk <laughs> for, like, the first three... I have a friend who told me to slow down because they were worried because I literally every day I was like, oh, I'm drinking. But it's right. because you don't know what to do with yourself. It's the period between so Christmas and So I was just going Year's. out and... I'd like, do you, right... The thing I'm sort of trying to slowly segue onto here is New Year's resolutions. Because oh. I've always hated them. And in this year, I actually decided to set some. And so far, they're not going great, I'll be honest. Yeah, I set up two, I think. I find it stupid that I don't like the idea of New Year's resolutions. Because you've got Christmas, that little fucking no man's land bit, <laughs> and then New Year's Eve, where everyone's like, oh, I know what I'm going to do in the New Year. I'm going to get fit. I'm going to do this. I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to do like, no, whatever. whatever. And like... In that week, people seem to take it as like a challenge to get as much of like the bad shit done as they can. It's like, oh, I'm never going to be able to eat biscuits again, so I've got to eat all of the biscuits in the world. I don't know why biscuits specifically, but fuck well, it. Well, let's just use them. I always use biscuits. That's probably one of your resolutions, then. It's not. It's long enough. Should we go through my resolution? <laughs> yeah, sure. It gives you time to actually think of some. I've got one or two. See, I've sort of... Giving myself three, because I think that's what you're supposed to do, like, you give yourself three. I've got one which is the really generic thing that everyone has, of everyone wants to lose weight, or join a gym, or do all that thing. I don't really care about weight, I go up and down, whatever, not really that fuss. My thing is, I've, like, so, obviously I'm a BMX rider, that's been addressed you, you, a couple of times. Fuck off. <laughs> so, for me, like, I ride bikes a lot. So everyone just assumes that I'm this really fit bloke that can do anything. And like I say, I don't know. If, oh no, I didn't tell you earlier. Um, I ran for a bus this morning. 
and then spent the next five minutes at the back of the bus genuinely wondering if I had asthma or not because I couldn't breathe. <laughs> like, I'm incredibly unfit. Oh. I can ride a bike for ages. I can't run for two seconds. Yeah, I... I get out, and breath walk, out of breath walking up the stairs. Is that what happened? I started year seven and I could... I was ter- I never had speed. I was always slow, just glob. But I also I always used to do good on the uh, the long distance sort of stuff. Mm. Apart from when it got too long and it was beyond man's capacity to actually <laughs> run that far. Um, and then it's, I hit like year nine and I couldn't run more than a meter without needing a break. Yeah, did you sort of get it where you just suddenly became fat? <laughs> yeah, I had that. What fun? Well, mine was because of Greg's was built like two doors away from my shop, so I was just going to Greg's every day. And I was having like four sausage rolls for breakfast, and then going out and having lunch. Uh, he's I got really fat. <laughs> I stopped doing all the uh, I stopped doing all the sports I used to do, and then uh, I think that kicked in. Well, for me, I always found it quite easy because I just cut out. I immediately went right. Well, I wasn't fat. Now I'm fat. Probably to do with Greg's, wasn't it? So I just cut Greg's out and then started doing exercise. And for me, that worked. I know for other people, it's not that easy. That's interesting because I've seen you eat Greg's recently. Quite well, I've not cut out Greg's completely. I'm relatively comfortable with my weight now. But at the time, I started putting on a lot of weight, so I just, I start, it's not a case of eating healthily, I just was watching what I was eating. I sort of tried to limit myself to three meals a day, as opposed to, I'm hungry, I'm going to eat, which I still yeah. try and do, although I sort of went a bit the other way for a while, and just didn't eat for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> I did fun. that, ages ago. I was having like one meal a day, and people were like, that's not good, I was like, eh, I'm not dead yet. No, I had, I had a, a mindset a while back where I went, um, alright, well, if I want to like... If I want to cut down on what meat, I'm just going to half everything. Yeah. So halving your dinner isn't right because you end up with really small... I don't get how it happens. You have <laughs> a big dinner to like a really tiny one just by halving it. Yeah. So you need to actually work on like portions and all that so crap. So I just stopped eating crap. Yeah, see, I can't do that. It's too good. <laughs> see, we have already said that I want to go and buy some M&Ms to watch a film. Yeah, because you need M&Ms to watch films. No, you don't. You need popcorn. You fu- nah, fucking popcorn's overrated. M&Ms, I suppose that. m M&M and mix. M&M mix. Yeah, you get chocolate, peanut and crisp. That sounds well. No, they're fucking great. Well, the idea being, it's, it's like... M&Ms. Well, it's not, because the fucking peanut ones are massive, and the chocolate ones are tiny. So you eat all the peanut ones first, because it's just the first thing you grab. Then you get all the crunchy ones, because they're sort of medium-sized, and then you get the chocolate ones, because they're just like the smarties. And then you're meant to have a system for eating M&Ms. Well, I don't do it on purpose. I've reached my hand in the bag, and that's what comes out. Anyway, next resolution. fuckers. But yeah, I'd see segues... <laughs> My, one of my resolutions was that I want to sort of get a bit more fit. And so my way of doing that is to, I'm riding more and like actually just going on longer rides yeah. for stamina and actually trying to work on that. Not the train to Starbridge. As a, fuck, I'm not going to ride to fucking Starbridge, am I? If anyone doesn't know we're in Solihull, Starbridge is uh, a little ways away. <laughs> I, went, I got the train to Starbridge to ride my bike. All right. There's a difference. All right. What do you do then, Ryan? What's your first New Year's my resolution? My first resolution is to... Be less of a dick. Oh, well, <laughs> touching on the second one there. Uh, no. um, first one is probably to procrastinate less, honestly. Uh, all right, how? Um, so I will. Not to, it's not actually to do with college work. It's to do just with in general. Just in general, like, so I'll have like, well, say, I have like three or four TV shows I want to catch up on, hmm. and then I have like few book series to read. <laughs> Your idea of procrastinating. No, is but what, no, it's what not. It's a genuine problem because it happens with work as well. Yeah. Um, Instead of watching those four shows, so I think I haven't got time enough to watch them, I'll end up doing something completely different or wasting my time that day instead where mm-hmm. I could be catching up and then doing other stuff. And I have this problem with, again, with work. If I'm doing it, I think, all right, well, I'm going to go on YouTube to look at this specific mm-hmm. example, and then I'll end up watching these other fucking videos yeah. and that happens. <laughs> and it's 
it's something that I need to stop and I know I need to stop but in a I similar sort of vein it's not quite procrastination with me For I, another one of my New Year's resolutions well I've got two then which are a little bit more personal to me and one of them is I want to make more shit and by which I mean like, literally yeah. I don't really care if it's a really bad thing I want to I make but there's so many things that I mean in the last podcast that no one's ever going to see we spoke about yeah. like, like writing and things like that I write a lot, and I've actually started working on that since the podcast. When did this table develop a squeak? I don't know, but that's going to amuse me for the next hour. <laughs> but yeah, um, since doing that podcast, I've actually started writing a bit more to do with specific things. Yeah. So that helped a little bit, but there's a lot of things that I either start and then I finish, or just I'll finish and then go, it's not worth doing anything with. Yeah. So I want to just make more stuff and... Fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't yeah, care if it's shit. Like, just make stuff and learn from your mistakes. So that's something for me. I want to sort of stop self-censoring in a way. I think if I was to go along that route, I'd say I want to start making stuff with more. I'd say effects. I want to start doing stuff with trying new things. Yeah, I, I want to start different as well. Trying green screens. I want to try start like start trying backgrounds, new locations. I want to get out and do stuff instead of as opposed to. We've got to film this. Let's go to one of three locations that we've used in the past for like yeah. all our other projects. I just want to make. I want to be proud of the stuff that I make, which is weird. Having said that, I don't really care if it's crap, but at the same time, like I look at uh, my documentary that I made last year, or our documentary. <laughs> okay, well, this is our documentary. We all planned it. The one that I we both made. It, wrote. <laughs> um, I did offer to help with the editing. You didn't want it anyway. Let's go. So you look at my documentary. At the time, I was really proud of it. And to a certain extent, I am still really proud of it. But I watched it again recently, and now all I can see is the audio errors and the visual yeah. errors and things that could have been done better, which I do a lot anyway. But with that, it was more of a disappointment, I think, because I was so proud of what it was, to then have it not come out as I wanted. But I look at it thinking, that it's not something that I'm ashamed of. Because I am proud of the fact that I basically did the whole thing on my own. <laughs> you, did. Well, uh, you did. I was like, I'm proud of that. But at the same time, sort of, I wish it was better. But then I think, if I was to do that again now, there's a hell of a lot of stuff that I learned from making a shit documentary. That means if I made another documentary, which I might be planning on, then it would be better. Because I can learn from those mistakes. So the documentary, you say? Yeah, um, we're not getting into no, that. Okay. <laughs> uh... Yeah, well, for me, so say, like, if I was to choose a project for our short film that we've got coming up, which is one of the projects we've got to do for college, one of our, mm-hmm. probably one of the ones before we finish college, actually, probably one of the later ones we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got to be, like, a minute to two minutes long, probably. I think it's That's about a minute and a half. Probably the most you can push. Two minutes is probably the most you can push, I'd say, if you want to really push Well, the idea being is they want us to enter it into a competition. Right. If that happens, they have to be a minute and a half. Okay. If they're not entered, I think they might let you go over a little bit, but the competition states that it's got to be a minute and a half. Well, say which I'm aiming for. I was thinking of trying like sci-fi or horror or because I'm I'm a fan of Lovecraft. So I like cosmic horror and yeah. I like people going mental because that's a cool Just thing. Like, cold. like in it's Lovecraft in lots of his stories when the people see the horror, it's not the thing that scares them. It's the fact that they've just gone mental because they can't understand what they're seeing. Yeah. Instead, and I love that. But if I wanted to do that, I'd need to find the right setting and I need to find the right effects to use on it. And I need to find difficult without a budget. Yeah. Well, I'm starting to save up money now, so I've got possible, like a tiny but bit. Yeah. Like if I was to go for sci-fi, I'd try and find a, a place that was dark that I could easily set up with Quarry. a bit of mood lighting, like 
like uh, yeah. like uh, one of these studio lights we've got with a blue filter on it yeah. and like try and create some other stuff with it but it's just finding them and then mm. not just finding them but then being allowed an 18 year old to go on and film on them because you wouldn't be allowed usually like a derelict site for instance yeah. there's a website that I can't remember the name of so I would shout them out but genuinely I don't know the fuck they are I'll send it to you later and I might put there'll be a nice big flashing thing if I remember um, where it's sites that aren't necessarily film sites. There's an office in Birmingham, not Birmingham, Solihull, as you come in, um, which they've got a floor, which is just empty. Yeah. And if you need it for an office, you can have it, but it's a limited time only. It's not a case where you can just have this as your office. And films, if you need an office space or something like that, you can go, and it's from what I know, it's free or very cheap, because the idea being it's for starting out directors, yeah. not... Hollywood to come in and go, yeah, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> it is for people who can't get locations because of age or money or things like that. So if I remember, I'm going to put them in, but I probably won't. See, that would be good because if you bought, say you went into that office space and you used a corner of it or whatever, if you then bought some other materials and you were good with any sort well, of crafting or like building If you're getting the office space for free, yourself. you can then put the money that you would have spent on that space into making it look better. So I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where you wonder how much commitment you put in is going to be yeah, returned out. you've got to sort of... That's the worrying thing, I think, because you have to fully 100% commit to it, and then once, if it doesn't go right, or if it is a bit crap, it's then more of a blow to you because you've put your heart and soul into However, it. However, I will say, normally with college, we'd, we'd have two projects running alongside each other. Yeah. It seems that now we're actually doing one at a time. Which so we might have, yeah, might have more time and space to actually... Is the plan. Move stuff around. Um... Your next resolution? Well, my final resolution. Oh, final. <laughs> I was just going to say grand. Wait a minute. That. What? Did you do your second? Yeah, it was one I'll make sure. Okay. <laughs> I want to get fit, I want to make yeah, more shit, yeah, you're right. and I want to do more shit. Which is slightly the same thing. Well, but I'm an exceptionally boring person. Yeah, I no. don't go out. He is. Oh, I've actually don't invited go him. for a drink. Oh, yeah, no, hell. I've invited... Okay, let's leave out the drink part. <laughs> That's optional. I've invited you out. Countless times. I'm a very closed person. I don't I know. interact with many people. And the people that I do interact with... This is going to be a recurring theme in these... Recently people. aren't there anymore. Because they've got fucking lives. Do so I'm spending like... a lot more time on my own. And it's not that fun. And so I'm realising that it's all me. I'm not saying no one's including me. It's my fault. Because I'm not going out and doing shit. But I'm single. And I don't know how I'm supposed to meet someone without actually speaking to people. Tinder. I'm lonely. Fuck off. I'm. Like, I don't have many friends, and the friends that I do have, I don't tend to go out with because it's me. So, my, like, one of the things is you're just going to use this against me to go no, no, buy no. alcohol. So you said you <laughs> I want to sort of go out and do more things. So it's very different to your own because your own is media related. This clothing. one is your just personal life. Yeah, but they're both quite personal because it's. When you not say you want to do more myself. stuff, what do you mean? Hobbies? Do you mean going out? Just with in friends general, or? I want to do more. Like, I don't have stories to tell I like, have quite kids. A few. That's because yeah, I now travel. shit stories. Exactly, I don't I go don't places. I went to Coventry, Ikea, the other day, because I needed some, like, shoe <laughs> This isn't going to help you at all. No, but like that. I wouldn't normally do that, just because I can't be asked. and why would I go? Like, if I make myself go out, I've now got memories of going to Coventry that one time. And I want more <laughs> of shit like that. Um, this won't help you at all, but... Get a girlfriend. That'll give you like. I didn't think of that. Tons of places to go. No, but since meeting significant other, um, 
I've, I've gone you. to Manchester, I've gone to Liverpool, I've gone to Wales, I've gone to like other parts of Birmingham, which I don't usually go to because they, they're far away and I don't have Scary. reason to go to them. No, but I don't have reason to go to them, so yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't ever bother. But since that, since then, I've uh, you know I paid for my own first hotel, which was um, a nuisance. Yeah, which I had to fucking get you to. <laughs> oh yeah, you helped me on the bus because I didn't know where I was fucking going. I just that yeah, could, I wanna I wanna girlfriend. There you go. That can be a new year's resolution. Needs to be less whole, lonely. Uh, there's good stories like going to Comic Con. There's bad stories like meeting the uh, the prison inmate on the train, which. Wasn't fun. I feel like we can't go into that. <laughs> we we can or we can't because there's no names. Be skimpy with details. <laughs> do you want me to tell a story? Yes, I do. I'm intrigued. Well, I think I've already told it, but I was on the train back from. Back Once again. I was on the train back from um, uh, Warrington, and sometimes to get out of Warrington, you can go to Crew first and then Birmingham, or you can go straight from there to to Birmingham. Hmm. Uh, this one, for some reason, because I got it from a station close to her, I got it from there, from Earlstown, which is her station, to Manchester, and then back around to Birmingham, so you go back on yourself, which is a, an annoying train journey because it makes it slightly longer, <laughs> but it was a cheaper price. So, hmm. um, on, on the train to Manchester, there was this woman who noticed I was wearing a jacket that had a certain band's logo on it. I'm going to guess... Does it begin with P? <laughs> yes, it is and Paramore. And with Aramore. It's my favourite band. Um, she noticed sake. they had that, and she said, uh, "Oh, do you, are you into them?" Then I went, "Well, yeah." And she said, oh, I'm, "I'm more of metal and, and system of a down stuff." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." You know, I spoke to her a bit about it. Then she sort of walked off, and I thought, "Oh, that's nice." Then she murdered someone. Then she came back on the phone to her daughter and sat down across the carriage from me and murdered someone. <laughs> um, uh, afterwards, she started talking to me again. And she went to, you, your accent's quite different to people around here. Where, where are you from? going to murder you. <laughs> she goes, your accent's quite different where you're from. And I go, oh, I'm from Birmingham. And I say I'm from Birmingham, even though I'm not, because yeah, well, I, say that. I say Soil. <laughs> and then they go, oh, where's that? And you say near Birmingham. They go, oh, I could have just said from Birmingham then. So yeah. that's why I say that. And then she goes, oh, that's cool. I had a, I had a my prison cell, um, cellmate. Was, one again. <laughs> prison cellmate was from Birmingham. And then there's this silence of like five seconds where I'm going, oh. And then she killed you. So then we were talking and said, yeah, I'm, I'm heading into Manchester to see, see my kids. And I go, oh, that's nice. And she goes, yeah, obviously I can't live with them because of my uh, bipolar and stuff. And I just go, oh. <laughs> and it's this, <laughs> it's this that's like, why you're mental. <laughs> it was a 20 minute train ride of me just fearing for my safety. <laughs> Because I was afraid of this woman. Did she kill you? No, we actually got off, said bye, and then I missed my first train. Or second train. Do you know I had a really good segue for that, and I can't think what it was. <laughs> I do have one more resolution. Go for it. Be more open to other people's opinions. Because obviously... Bullshit! <laughs> what? <laughs> it is. It was a joke. No, but, like... It's just the problem with our generation in general. People aren't very open to other people's viewpoints. All right, you explain to that, and I'm going to go talk to Cam because well, he keeps sticking his head in the way. Our that. technicians um, outside. Improvise. All right, okay. Yo, how you doing? Right, where were we? <clears throat> just want to make note. <laughs> One, two, three, go. Um, Do it. <laughs> I love how we've just cut a bit out. I mean, we're going to start with that. Yep. Um, no, but one more resolution. Uh, the fuck, can't speak. 
one of my resolutions is to be more open because our generation is just crap with you seem to be on a sort of ah recently you seem to be on this real thing of trying to be open with people and i'm just trying to be better god <laughs> what is that bad? No, it's just I was wondering what. No, so I'm usually thing. not defensive. I'm usually very <laughs> argumentative in a way that I don't actually want confrontation, but it I easily you. get annoyed with other people's viewpoints. Yeah. So I need to sort of better that aspect of myself. I think the irony of us to arguing them. over your New Year's resolution to argue less—it's <laughs> quite good. Yeah, well, that's all I got yeah. for my uh, my resolutions. Conveniently, that's all I wrote down as well. So, um, didn't you have presents? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you said you had presents for me. Yeah, I haven't got any for you because I have no money. Well, I wouldn't be too surprised. Yet. I haven't wrapped them. Buy your ten pence. I'll give you ten pence. Well, I haven't wrapped them for two reasons. One was a logistical thing of, like, you've got paper roughly in yeah, front of the well, microphone. It's going to be kind of annoying. Nice. And two is. Well, I lost the receipt as well, so you're gonna to have to have these. Oh God, is it from Poundland? You're gonna want them. They're great. Not from Poundland. I wouldn't mind it to be honest. They're from a legitimate source. What is this gonna be? Of retail. I didn't take the price off. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like the worst gift giver ever. I am. Well, right. I'll, I'm ready. A Quavers packet. There you go. Merry Christmas. <laughs> What the fuck are these? Would you like to explain it? <laughs> Alright, so... <laughs> so what you've done is, you've bought me two Action Man DVDs. I have. One's the older style, a bit more anime, I know you like that. The other one's a bit anime. more of the uh, 3D sort of uh, fancy shit. You see, this would have worked better if we'd have done a podcast closer to the time that I bought the gift. Yeah. Because that week we'd had a conversation about the Action Man cartoons. So. <laughs> and then I happened to be in Kex and saw them. Did you like, buy hey. these because of what you've done recently as a project? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I bought them because we had a conversation about Action Man DVDs and I was buying a box set and saw them. I was like, hey, fuck it, they're only 50p each, so I bought them. I haven't checked the discs in them, that would probably be a good start. Action Man's been on steroids, fuck now. <laughs> oh, sloppy CX. Oh, well. Oh, this is a two disc set. There it is. It's got how many episodes? Like, what? One, two, three, four, five. About, like, probably 15. I'd like to say, I bought, not going out on box set, I bought some fucking horror thing, which is an 18, and then two Action Man DVDs. <laughs> I'm going to be on the list. But yeah, you've got Action Wait, Man. What horror did you buy with these? A what Time for Action. You know, that cult classic, that one's a bit more anime, you know. You know it's not anime. And uh, Action Man Season 2, apparently that was a thing. There are seasons? <laughs> apparently. <laughs> so, oh my god, it is a season 2. It looks a bit more like... It looks like John Travolta. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know uh, why you've got a hate for John Travolta, do we? I can't remember what podcast we spoke about that on. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> um, just... There was one scrap podcast, I was like... Do you want to read the back? I've <laughs> just seen his name. <laughs> uh, I don't want to read the back. Alex Mann travels the world leading a dual existence as both a champion athlete and a global Alex guardian. <laughs> Together with his Team Extreme Fidget Grinder and Ricky, Team Action Man must grinder. learn to understand his special power, AMP Factor, or Amp Factor, before his enemies use it to control him. 
Right, that's um. Alex, that's his name. <laughs> Alex, I think these are great. <laughs> Action Man's the best, man. Let's read the back. Let's see this one. Uh, sorry, it's Finn Rose on the corner. Oh, that just looks like an awful one. <laughs> that just looks horrible. Thank you. You've got to watch them as well. I want like a 10 page essay on these. Well, not even teachers can get that out of me, so... No, but I will say, next week, I do want you to explain what they're like, because I haven't watched them yet. <laughs> you want me to actually watch them? Yes, I do. At least watch the like, anime one. You like anime. I, that's not anime. <laughs> yes, I do like it, but not this. Well, you don't know if it's good or not. We used to like it. There's got to be some out there. <laughs> I don't know why I ever saw an action, man. It was one of those gifts that I brought, thinking I was funny. And then about two days later, I was looking at him going, this could go horribly wrong. Oh, he didn't take any of the stickers off. Wow. Uh, I like the fact that I thought it would be a good idea to give you a Christmas present on a podcast where we don't have a camera set up. It's great. It's great. So that killed five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, we haven't timed this up, boys. Yeah, I have. I'm going to cut the eight minutes out from the... Oh, okay. What's his face? So you are just timing. The We're about halfway through. Halfway. Yeah. Oh. We're halfway there. Um, so you said, how do I feel about Christmas? You never said how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I was saying that I, that I don't... Now I'm old. Oh, yeah, you do. Dying, then I don't really get in the Christmas spirit. Actually, I'm going to pick on you now, actually, for a film. Really? Yeah. You're going to pick on me for something? Yes. I'm not going to be argumentative about it, because that's obviously one of my resolutions, but... No, but I already know where this is going. We have assignments to study a scene from a film in one of our lessons. I'm studying a scene from Tron. You're doing a scene from Christine, which sounds like the stupidest movie in existence. It does, but it's good. But explain to me the plot of Tron whilst I get up the... I don't want to explain the plot of Tron. It's all No, go on, you explain. It's just a game world. I think... Christine, right. <clears throat> I can't type and talk. I'm dyslexic. And Christine's about a killer happen. car that somehow loves a guy, but it kills okay, yeah, people. Right. You explain to me what you Watch think the, the film end. Christine's about. <laughs> I just got that picture of Tim Curry. <laughs> <laughs> I think Christine is about a car that kills a bloke's enemies, but also kills him at the end because it loves him. And why do you think that? Because that's what you told me. <laughs> So, so if I was to tell you that it's about a killer car, what would your first thought be? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is that? That isn't Christine. Oh, that's Christine. <laughs> He's searching Google Images now. For Apparently the, uh, there was a film Christine. called Christine, 2016. I'm on about the 1983 version. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, there was a remake. Yeah, it's not a remake. So, not a remake, it's just a film about a I'm girl. I'm sure there's Christine. a remake of that film. There's not yet. Oh, sure. If you want a remake of this film, because you're good and have taste like me, I've literally today discovered that John Carpenter did a music video to the soundtrack and it's really good and it's basically just the same from the book that it wasn't in the film, but it's a lot better. And it's Don't cop out of this. I want to know why the films are good in your eyes. Right. So. The film, Christine, is a, it is a shit thing to explain. You have to watch it to actually get it. But the film follows uh, a nerdy sort of outcast who's bullied a lot. Oh, um, I see why you like it now. I can relate. Uh, called Arnie Cunningham. Arnie Cunningham. Cunningham, yes. Um, his friend is one of the sort of popular guys, but you know, he's alright. And they get bullied by the stall, the jocks and all that lot. And so it's just your normal generic thing. After the first day of going back to school, 
They're driving home, and Arnie, remember, sort of a bit of an outcast, sees this run-down, beaten-up piece-of-shit car, and he pays 250 bucks for it off this guy. He's mates trying to talk him out of it, but he, yeah. he's in love with it. He thinks it's the best thing in the world. He then uh, he has arguments with his parents over it. It starts sort of because they don't. Nobody understands why he's got such an obsession with this car. Um, he just basically devotes his life to it and builds it back up to what it is. So he gets the car absolutely gleaming, and everyone then sort of goes like, Ooh, "Fuck me, that's actually pretty decent." I am paraphrasing here, I don't of know course. What kind of car it is? Yeah, it's fifty-eight Plymouth Fury. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> Don't you sass me on cars? No. But yeah. Um, so then the car's attacked again. Is that before or after the first killer? I think that's after. So the car gets built up. Arnie's in love with it. Everyone sort of goes, all right, cheers, mate. That's pretty decent. Uh, and then the car's attacked by the bullies. Because they just think it's a car. He thinks it's really cool. So we're going to beat it up. And then you discover that the car is alive. <laughs> and the fact... It's and sort of basically. Is it ever explained as to why it's alive? No. Right. Well, that's but a red flag. It's sort of like Herbie, but it's evil You're using Herbie. Herbie as the the pretense for this. Right. Really good. No. But this is my thing. Why is Herbie alive? No one knows. Exactly. It's just a thing that if you're watching a Herbie film, you accept that Herbie's going to be alive <laughs> and has this personality. Yeah. Christine is the same, but it's a teenager and he's in a bit of a bad mood. That's basically it. It's just. It's a, it's a Stephen King book that it's based yeah, on. Yeah, Stephen King. So it's sort of set in the supernatural. It's not really a horror film. I'd say it's more of a thriller. But for the 80s, maybe a horror film. Yeah, 80s but horror was much different to ours. The, like, the basic thing is the car's got a personality and Arnie then begins to change because he's infatuated with this car and other people can't understand it. So he sort of becomes a bit more of an outcast in the respect of... He's leaving his family behind and doesn't really care what his friends think because he just wants to be with his car and can't understand why people don't get that. The car is killing people uh, and it's sort of... There's a big virgin on spoiler territory. I know I've already spoiled it for you, but, you know, for the three people that actually watch this, me, you and my mum, like, (laughs) um, it's sort of an ongoing argument as to whether or not the car is evil and just wants to kill people, this is a really fucking weird sentence. Whether or not the car's evil and wants to kill people, or whether or not um, the car is trying to protect Arnie. So obviously, as you've already mentioned, the car kills Arnie. Yes. Well, Arnie dies at the end. It's sort of, that's the main thing that everyone focuses on when they're saying the car's evil. It doesn't care, it just wants to do it. But if you actually look at all of the people that it attacks throughout the film, uh, it attacks Arnie's bullies. It goes for Arnie's friends when they're sort of that's nice. trying to stop Arnie. Friends. That's good. They're trying to stop Arnie. So as far as Christine's concerned, they're trying to harm her beloved. Christ. Hmm. I see. I really want to let slip how it happens at the end, but I don't. Does he kill himself? No. But so stop guessing. You might as well let it slip because I, I want to watch it, but I don't mind knowing the ending. Yeah, but I do. We can just put a spoiler thing the, up on the edit. <laughs> Awooga! Not happening. Awooga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sort of, I'm on the side of thinking that the car is trying to protect Arnie. Because it plays, the whole thing plays off of the relationship that you can have with an, ob- an inanimate object. Oh, God, now I see what you're saying. What? <laughs> Fuck off, alright? You've got Action Man DVDs. Yeah. Why'd you prick Tron? Because you like the pretty colours. There's two colours. No, sorry, there's three colours in Tron. There's black, 
Racist. There's burning your eyes blue. There's putting you to sleep orange. Those are the three colours that are in that so film. Why do you like it then? Because it's a it's stylish film. It's got three colours. Good for you. It's a stylish film. It's got good action. It's got good sci-fi roots and elements in what it. What scene are you going to analyse? I'm analysing the fight club scene. Oh, club fight scene even. I, I was going to say. <laughs> don't make a sound of fight club. You don't. Do you want to know how happens in that scene? I've never seen it. You've never seen Tron. It's not my Have film. you seen the original? No. Have you seen... Oh, you've it's not my film. seen any of them. Um, Same as you don't like films about cars that are alive. I don't really yeah, like films. It's hard to explain. Um, well, I'll sum up this scene. He goes to meet someone who thinks he can help him, and he can't help him. And then this mm-hmm. club that they're in gets attacked by the enemy, the bad guys, sort of people, I suppose you'll say. People. Um, and it's just a brilliantly edited. It's not brilliantly edited in, oh, look, that's really new and different. It's everything just flows really well in the scene. It's like a two-minute scene. Daft Punk's got a cameo in it. That's yeah. one of the reasons why I love it, obviously. <laughs> you don't like Daft Punk, do you? They're just... They're all right. They're not your thing. No. <laughs> um, they're fine. There's and they did the whole soundtrack for it, and it's just... The film is just really stylish, and it's really... It's just... It's up to, like it's made in 2010, and it's, it's held up really well. Not a lot of 2010 films. 2009-type films have done that. I respect your opinion. Aw, oh, thanks. But it No. <laughs> I just don't have an opinion on it. Because I've so never seen the what film. What genre do you tend to go for then? Because you're not a very genre person. You don't... I'm not. So what films do you tend to go for? Well, I like drama. Oh, Christ. Right, yeah. So we've been through this again. <laughs> I can't remember if we spoke about this in the first pilot, but we'll do it again. I don't watch that many films. You're I prefer. Shouldn't. No, I know. It's weird. I prefer TV. Because I think with TV, you've, like with a series on TV, you've got a lot more time to properly develop your characters and to yeah, in some cases actually tell a proper story instead of sort of skimping on some detail or rushing over bits or not going back to bits. So I, that's why I personally would prefer something like Peaky Blinders right. to a film that would be similar that I can't name because I don't know. But <laughs> it's not I don't watch films. It's just for me, I I don't tend to sit in one place for like an hour and a half or two hours or four. Yeah, because you and just doing do, a lot of busy stuff like um, yeah, having an, a life. Really? But you want your resolutions? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, life of you know, I have a single life. It's fine. But I don't tend to just watch for an app like for more than one time. You know, one thing I have to be doing something else. With the TV series, I can. And I can jump between episodes or whatever. It's an easier thing for me to like take in. So for me, I prefer TV. So, say you were. So with that, it would probably be more drama. Would that be reflecting on like your work? So say thriller. say you were to work in the media industry. Well, would you rather work necessary. on a film or? Series? Yeah, I, well, everything I've written. Well, that's not true. <laughs> I've written stuff for TV. I've written stuff for stage, and I've written such stuff for not necessarily like cinema but it's a little bit I've written like short films but it wouldn't work on like TV that would be something you'd show on well it would be online but like Netflix well maybe not Netflix (laughs) like this one off short film thing that you can watch and just take yeah fuck it Netflix give me all your money but like (laughs) I don't write something maybe it's just because I'm only young within like the industry I wouldn't see myself sitting down and penning a two and a half hour film. 
that's not something that I could do at this moment in time. I see, yeah, I see where you're coming from. I can write like a fucking sitcom that's like fucking six episodes, half hour each. That I could do. But. Yeah, well, I don't know. I tend to go for. So even no matter what, what I'm watching, I tend to either go for fantasy to dark fantasy. I have like three main genres, so fantasy slash dark fantasy, because they're kind of. A lot of them are similar. Uh, horror or. Like sci-fi slash sci-fi. And Action Man. Not Action Man. And Action Man. They cost me money. <laughs> A pound for both of them. I spent £400 on Christmas. That was one of them. I'll reimburse you if you want. <laughs> um, no, so I tend to go for three genres. And if I was to make a production in any of them, for fantasy I'd put a series. Hmm. Because you can't build a world and... Would you write anime? I know it's something you're obviously into. Uh, Could you see yourself writing? A lot of Westerners, not when they try it, they don't get every because they don't get it right. Uh, it's it's hard to say. Um, so, if I was to pick a Western anime that's popular, and that'd be Ruby, which is mm. Rooster Teeth's one, and I've literally grown up with it since it started. <laughs> like I was, <laughs> you were very cold. Fourteen when it first started, I think. Then the first and second seasons happened. Creator died. Then third, fourth, and now fifth is on. Fifth is about to end. Um, so that started out, and it had... It didn't have poor animation. It just had... For, for the team that it had, it had really good animation. It's just it wouldn't be on par with any of the other ones you'd get from Japan. And sort of yeah. do them side by side. Uh, There's a lot of jumpy movements. There's a lot of uh, facial expressions that didn't quite work. But... It had like loads of charm and character, and the characters were really good. Didn't work then for a podcast <laughs> without a camera. Yeah, I'm doing well. Um, the characters were really good. It was full of charm. It had good world building at the start, and it was really good. But you never would have thought that Japan would actually then pick it up and sub it themselves and actually release it in Japan as a as one. And then people that I've seen go to Japan have actually found stores. There's loads of its merchandise or well, knockoff merchandise <laughs> in shops. And it's really strange how that's become popular, but to answer your question, because I've gone Would you write it? <laughs> um, I I think I would. I think I'd try writing at least. Uh, so that version, so there's three versions for Japanese um, media. You got manga, light novels, and anime. Would you write. So, like, manga, I'm going to offend you massively here. It's a bit more like a comic, is it? Not? It is basically a comic. I'm not saying it is, well, okay, you said that. It's comic. basically a comic book published as a book, so I'd say graphic novel. Would you? Could it's you see yourself sort of drop writing something like that? Yes. If I had like over doing, I suppose without it doesn't really. I don't know. I wouldn't say overdoing like an actual series, but I suppose it's still. Yeah, similar vein. I'd say, I'd say if I was working with someone who was good at art and we both had like a passion in it, I'd say manga. Uh, if not, I'd say light novel because it's basically just a book. Because I would probably do better writing a book because I can write narrative. The I can't write books dialogue. Is, you think you're really good until you try and write a book and then you realise, oh shit, I've got a really, really descriptive and I've used two words. <laughs> and you end up just realising how crap you are. Yeah. So I can write like... Whatever I just said. I can write narrative, I can't write dialogue. Yeah. So for me, dialogue's exceptionally clunky. And he really walks through the misty snow bad. and then he said hello mm-hmm. to the old man. No, I can't do conversations. Just, they don't flow properly. No, I see what you mean. Which, uh, I've always said, 
I think Misfits, which I love, another series, that had a good feel with the conversations, less so in the later series because they changed up the cast. Uh, sort of the second yeah. third series, that had quite a good flow because you knew the characters and everything that they said fitted what would be said. You gonna sneeze or? Let's <laughs> oh. say it's not a case of like if something happens, then you've got one character that goes, "Oh, this thing has just happened." Everyone's just sort of like, "Well, we can fucking see it's happened. We don't need to say that." Yeah. And everyone reacts to it in their character. I think, like I say, when they changed up the cast, they sort of lost that a bit. But one show that I think didn't is This Is England. I don't think I've actually watched that, you know. was the film, which you should watch, is good. There's many films. The sort of was franchise. Was TV show not long ago? Yeah, they did This Is England 90. 90 or so, yeah. But I think with that, especially having followed the characters through, you do still have it. But if you just picked it up straight from 90, you're going to miss some plot points, obviously. But you would still look at people and you could tell who's friends, who's in a relationship. Because I've always said, I think... I'd love to... <laughs> being really fucking nerdy now. I'd love to see the script to This Is England. Because I want to know how it's written. Oh, you want to see what it looks like? Because to me, it feels like it's real. Well, not feels like it's real. I feel like the dialogue... I've always said I like the idea of writing something. I can't write dialogue. Where you write for an actor, and then they improvise it. Yeah. So you've got certain parts that you have to get to this point. But everything is just improvised to get to that point. I sort of feel like that's how This Is England is written. Which I don't think it is, because that's a really bad way of writing anything. But the way that everybody in it, there's no weak link of someone that doesn't quite sound right. It feels like yeah, you're just no, watching people having a conversation. And that's what I'd like to have, because I can't write dialogue and it's shit. I will say that with actually um, Game of Thrones. So you're not a fan of Game of Thrones. No. It's fantasy. Very... It's sort of like a mix of realism because you've got like lots of war and combat and that strategy sort of stuff, and then you've got fire, magic, and dragons and ice zombies, which don't make sense. Um, <laughs> however, I will say the dialogue, not just in the show, but if you read the books, the way he does dialogue is really good because mm. he does. George R. R. Martin will do what the character's saying, and then maybe a page or two later, will do what they're thinking about, and then you'll see that translated into the next conversation. He, yeah. It sort of flows well because you see exactly where they're coming from. Uh, the show does that as well, but I can't be honest. The show's lacking in the late seasons because they're not using the books as a as a mm. guideline, which isn't entirely bad. But it feels like the next season might be the same as last, which the last felt a bit rushed. So you used to have if they were traveling from one place to another, there'd be like an episode in between these two. They, they were traveling to these two locations, so mm. they give you sort of time frame. But now they're getting from like one end of this continent to another in the space of a minute. Is there a reason for that? I think it's because they they had an original plan to do this X amount of seasons and they're mm. still sticking to that. So they want to finish it all, but I think also because they're trying to do their last season in a larger scale, which means obviously a bigger budget and they yeah. want to cut down on a few things. But I think they just want to hurry the plot along, which isn't bad, but if you're going to establish say, this sort of time frame early on, don't then sacrifice it later the on. The Walking Dead, which I know again you don't. Oh. <laughs> you, you. See, you no. bring up something that I don't watch and it's okay. No, it's I okay. bring up something and it's... Oh. No, because I... I really love The Walking Dead. Uh, the Walking I still Dead do. I'm just something fatigued on it. It's like the last series has basically been set over a couple of days, or even a day. It's a really interesting thing to watch how you've gone from being a few weeks in an episode being like an hour. It's really interesting to see how it's all written. 
it can be confusing where uh, this that latest series not so much. The series before that it was very light. You'd be with one character for one episode, and then that would set up a big cliffhanger of holy fuck, what's that? Yeah. And then the next episode would be another character, and then the next episode would be another character, and then like four episodes later you'd go back to that and you'd be like, hang on a minute, I'm missing something. So that not so much, but like with that they've slowed down to suit the time of the episode. I feel I feel like they're working up to something. Yeah, they probably are because the film theory's got. A I know about on it. the uh, graphic novels. Yeah, the comics. See, they I don't know. follow that exactly. There's characters no, they that really they wrote. They really diverged recently. Which is yeah, the reason why I'm not. Which is good, because the point of like you set up good massive that. spotlight. What's going to happen now? If people have read the comics, they know. See, that's the thing. It happens with so Game of Thrones. Have that thing of sometimes we're going to go off and do something different. It keeps everybody still guessing. It happens with Game of Thrones a little bit. But it happens with Walking Dead more, where it's a show that I think prides itself on. We'll kill off this character, even if they're popular, because they need to be killed off. This yeah, is their it's time. the shock factor. I but think. Well, not one the shock factor, problem sorry. I have with that, and it's always the one example I ever use, it's the governor. He was brought on in the comics. He was brought on, and he stayed... For a good amount of time, and then he, as soon as like, you know when Michonne attacks and kills his yeah. daughter and all that. Spoilers. She haven't watched a years old show at this point. <laughs> um, in the comics version, it's brutal. She like spoons out his eye, gouges out his eye. She chops off one of his arms. And I think she does some stuff down there. Um, but then he comes back, attacks prison, then he's gone straight away. Like, yeah. that's what happened. For some reason, so in he doesn't the like series, outstays welcome. And... It's like he outstayed his welcome, but at the same time, he was still a good character because they ended up changing him up. They made him good. He doesn't go stale. Then they made it bad yeah. again. But I feel like they kept him on too long because it was so short and sweet because it forced them to get out of this really safe place that you think they just found. But in the show, it's like it, it goes on just like one or two episodes too long, I think. See, I think they're currently doing the same thing with Negan. See, Negan's. Uh, See, I, I think right. he's still alive in the comics. I'm not I sure. Think the writing for Negan was fucking brilliant. Is awful as a villain, because like Negan's one of my favourite characters in that show currently. I think yeah, he's he, the most. He was, I think he's a lot of people's favourite. When he first appeared in the book, the first se- like series they had him, they had him. Yeah, he's killed Glenn. Oh, spoilers! <laughs> he's killed beloved characters, and he's a bastard to the group. But you look at it and you see. Like Rick's supposed to be the triumphant hero and all that, and he's just a bit—he's yeah. flat. He doesn't have it, which they do work like play. That's supposed to be there. Whereas Negan's this big charismatic bloke. But bloke. the next series, you've got Rick's coming back and he's fighting again, and he's not the underdog anymore. And at the same time, you sort of, they sort of sow the seeds of they introduce like Negan's wives, yeah. and there's a bit of a sort of. I've always said the easiest way to make someone a villain is to throw a little bit of rapey stuff in there. Yeah. Just, you have someone touch someone a little bit, immediately the audience is against them, because that's just an instant trigger. And they did that, and then they immediately backtracked on it, and made him a good guy again. And then there's a bit where uh, Carl is <laughs> in the uh, is there, I say, I and he's got the uh, bandage on his eye, and Negan, he's sort of, it's a bit of banter. <laughs> it comes across at first like he's bullying him about it, and he's saying that you should take it off and that. And then he takes it off, and he's got this horrible injury, and Negan's sort of like, yo, dude, that's fucking gross. But then he, it's almost like a bit of a father-son moment, if he's, like, reassuring him about it, and he's saying that you're fucking badass, like, 
You don't. And I yeah. really, really... There was a part of me that sort of wanted to turn bad, but then I didn't, because it was a bit... Meh. But at the same time, I really loved the writing of it, but at the same time, as a bad guy, I care more about him than I do Rick. And to the point if I sit there thinking, if Rick died at the end of this latest series... <laughs> it's a bit I've got, uh, two, shit. I've got two things to go off but there. Negan One. I think is just a better character and they need to make him more bad so, so that you people to actually give a shit kill so I'd be sad when he dies yeah. at the moment he's one of my favourite characters I've got to two things see. to go off on that one there's a website where you can go and you can look at how many times Rick has said Coral, Coral. along all seasons <laughs> and it's a great website I'll show you I can send it to you if I find it it's like www.caaarl.com or something like that second is an interesting note is my brother keeps saying that The Walking Dead won't finish for ages because they've got a, you know, Rick's not going to die. They're not going to cut off the main character. And I say, no, because in the first ever edition of his graphic novel, Robert Kirkman, the creator of Walking Dead, said in a message, we're going to follow Rick through the rest of his life. And I always say, because he says that, and he specifically says the rest of his life, the series is going to end with Rick dying. It has to. See... And that yes, because he keeps switching now between sane, madman, big a killer. Part of me that thinks like they need to. I've been define... intrigued for them to drop, drop Rick, and I feel like it would be the end of The Walking Dead if they dropped him at the end of one series and then tried to carry on. Part of me wouldn't hate that, but you'd have to know that that's not going to work. I'd like to see a series without Rick and see the group sort of without a strong leader an interesting one about that is so you're not into fantasy this is more historical with a tiny tiny bit of fantasy sort of mystical mm. stuff etched in like religious Spartacus. Vikings oh no I do quite like that Vikings had Ragnar who is I've a started brilliant character so I don't quite understand everything yet oh but... I don't know if I can tell you oh fuck it I don't care okay. they have Ragnar he's a brilliant character all the characters in that show are pretty much really well wit- written especially yeah. the new ones uh, like Ivar and stuff mm. you won't see it yet uh, Ragnar is Obviously, he's not in there as many seasons before he's lopped off. Lopped. Um, basically, uh, before when Viking started, I was curious as to who his character was, and I searched online for like the real Ragnar, who he was in in history's context, and I found out, oh, he he dies. Mm. So don't do that. I knew that in the season, at some point, he's gonna have to die, and they do. They don't keep him around too too long. See, he dies when he's supposed Negan, to. He gets as killed much by the right as I love him, I feel like oh, he's overlapping me. <laughs> I feel like he is stale now like they have the perfect time to kill him off and it would have been a bit of a sort of well fucking hell I liked him but they didn't and for whatever reason they chose not to they're going with their own story on it but I feel like now he's getting to the point of it is a bit stale and he's not boring but he's not doing anything new it's sort of just the same thing yeah it's like if Batman only fought the Joker like every single fucking Batman film. <laughs> it's like I forgot that there are other people in there. There are a lot of other people in there. I want to move away from uh, The Walking Dead and all of that. And I want to briefly touch because we haven't got massively long left. That's yeah, probably going to go off, but we've got a few well, minutes after that. Um, I want to touch on uh, a show that you fucking hate for no reason. Wait. You won't. Well, you're now going to send it. Oh, don't actually hate it. But go on, play it. I want you, well, no, I want to watch it first. But I want you to watch Black Mirror. Oh, I never said I heard. <laughs> I think your problem with Black Mirror isn't Black Mirror, it's 
Black Mirror fans. It is Black <laughs> It's the fans. fact that all it's you so ever hear about is how good Black Mirror is. Because I was exactly the it's same. The, uh, it's the Rick and Morty effect where oh, okay. nobody's yeah. going to stop going on about it, so I don't want to watch it, so I can watch it peacefully in my time in a few years' time. Series 4. Start from Series 1. Well, yeah. That's... This is what I've started doing. I have only watched one episode. <laughs> but it's a good episode. Christ. And say, I was exactly the same as you, and I'm stubborn as fuck. Have you watched Rick and Morty? Yeah, I watched one episode. I didn't actually find it as funny as everyone says. It's not my thing. It's not my humour. I think South Park's as far as I go with the cartoon comedy sort of stuff. I think new South Park I can do. Old South Park I still look at and think it's a bit now. When everyone tells me that old South Park's the best though. No, then it's just really good. Well, I think I just have a different comedy, I think. And I look at something like Rick and Morty, it's not my thing. Like, some jokes I'll laugh at. A lot of jokes just go over my head. Maybe I'm stupid. Uh, but maybe I just not think enough. With that, I don't... It's not my thing. No. Black Mirror sounded just like my thing. I remember watching the adverts on Channel 4. And it was like 10 o'clock, so I couldn't watch it. But I remember looking at the adverts thinking, that looks really good. I'm, I really want to watch that. And now it's become this whole internet thing of, ooh, everyone's got to watch Black Mirror. I did exactly what you're doing and just said, well, I'm no, I'm not watching. It's like, <laughs> Can't tell me what to do. But it's like having... Did just sit down and watch it last night, and it is really good. So I'd stay away from series four because that's what everyone's going to be going on about. Start from series one. You know what adds the most to that? Social media. Yeah, because it and it's going back all the way to Thirteen Reasons Why. Now this is a touchy show to touch upon. Now I'm not going to go into like what I think's wrong with the show because then that's going to turn into a a bit of context. We're both media students. Um, Last year, one of our units was uh, to do Thirteen Reasons. We didn't have to actually make it. But we had to take the book of 13 Reasons Why and sort of come up with an idea for a film or a new series um, for that. A lot of people, because we're all incredibly original, came up with the idea of doing it for like a streaming service like Netflix and having 13 episodes, which was this cool, edgy little quirk. Um, oh, I said edgy, didn't I? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but, like... See, I didn't really... So- bombed with the actual source material so I didn't care I did, as much it hits, so well, I it hits close to home for me so you were saying the other day oh this earlier about anime changing the names of characters and things like that I moved yeah uh, 13 Reasons Why from America to England because it's a place that I know you better to than feel America more representative so I you can, and your country and yeah I can relate to it more being English than being American <laughs> there we go alarms it off but, yeah, I can relate to it more being English as opposed to American, so that's how I wrote it. What were you going to say about the actual so, show? So, I'm not going to go into why I don't like it, because that's a whole clusterfuck of opinions. And Let's not touch it. Yeah. Um, the problem I have with it is, I saw... When it first came on, I thought, okay, I'm going to watch the first episode, and I didn't enjoy it for various reasons. <laughs> and I thought, it went, not for me, I'm going to give this one a pass, and I'm also going to tell my girlfriend, who is, by the way, a... We don't need to go into Sufferer it. Sufferer of various issues that is also present in the film. It I tried to do it good. It didn't end distasteful up. how it worked. But it let, again, let's not get into the reasons the why, because otherwise we're going to get into a clusterfuck of, of opinions. 13 reasons why. Um, I saw loads of people on Facebook who I know had never been through this sort of stuff or I know had caused various issues. I don't think it matters like if you've and been through that sort of stuff or not. I think no, but I saw people you who can look at it from an outside perspective and have the opinion that this is not doing what it should be doing. When you've got something on that level of it was publicised so much and it's on Netflix and it's this big thing that's going to be a thing, I think you've got a certain responsibility with that to take 
care with how you're going to handle it. And the way that they did it did not do any favours for its subject matter, I think. Yeah, I, well, I just saw a lot of people who I know were, let's say, bullies in school, who then probably caused a lot of the issues that are in that show for the people in school, who were saying that this show was a masterpiece and thinking, well, look at it and look at yourself, because you were definitely that kind of person. See, I don't think it's fair to say that... See, I don't like the idea behind the story of it. I don't like the whole... Yeah. She was bullied into it and all this lot. And I think... Okay. <laughs> so for those that don't know what it is, you should probably do some research on it before watching anything else on it, because we're obviously both biased as fuck. But um, 13 Reasons Why is about a girl who commits suicide and then sends out uh, 13 tapes to people Ooh. who had some effect had an impact on... Yeah, on towards watch, the reasons yeah. why. Well, 13 Reasons Why. Um, so it follows the lead like, character who's a guy who gets these tapes and he's sort of trying to piece together what had happened. I think the way it's written in the book as well as the film is very cliched and isn't... Not specific enough, because obviously everyone's going to have a different experience with it, but it was a bit too... Like, it didn't relate with its yeah. audience. Teenagers... Oh, fuck, this got deep. Teenagers go through a lot. It seemed I think to, it to seemed do it properly, it had to yeah. have been something that teenage audiences can look at and go, "Yeah, that I can." Even if I don't suffer with that, I can understand why someone would. And for me, I think the whole way that it's dealt with, it just screams has been mishandled and been I think bad taste. Of, Somebody that doesn't understand it. it. A reason why a lot of people, a reason why I got annoyed because I saw a lot of people saying that this is a masterpiece because they were told by someone else that it was good, so they watched yeah. it and they then think it's good. But they need to sort of look at it more objectively. So I think we're also at the thing. There's of, good aspects to it. It's just not. Everybody the that right did that thing. unit said that it was shit. Yeah. And it's we're a class of people with very different yeah. senses of humour, taste, and everything. Backgrounds. For everybody Important to ones. think that it was crap, I don't think it was necessarily crap. I think we're all over-analysing it because we've all done the same thing yeah. ourselves. We're all a little bit in love with our own idea, and then that being a different thing, we're all going to be against it. But everyone was coming up with very similar points as to why it wasn't good. And then this shit with it supposedly having a second series based on that's, school shooting. That's the I thing. Don't know if that I think that if you were trying to hit home the message that this season is supposed to be about that particular subject, end it there. See, Just I think well, success, I want to stress give that it a second season. I don't know about you, I would argue that I'm not somebody that thinks you should shy away from serious topics and things. No. I, look, I think the whole thing with the school shooting, if they do this second series, the idea behind it, I mean, American Horror Story did it. They did it perhaps a little bit more glorified than it should have been, but the way that they handled it was still... What I would say is... If they want to make a series, I've never been it, in one, so I can't relate to that. If they want to make a series of it, don't say this is a second season of 30 Reasons Why. Say this is a new season of a new show by the same creators of this show, hmm. because then it's not related to that one, and that's its own thing, and it's got its own message, and you can promote that itself instead of relying on the success. Or, yeah, or, I think that as well. I don't. I don't know. We're both biased. We need to before we wrap this up. I think we should bring the mood up a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Like, we need something to sort of, you know, lift this up. Because this got deep, I think, and heavy. 
I mean, I've got a new anime series I've got watching, which you won't get, but I, it's brilliant for people who get anime. It's called <laughs> Please Tell Me, Go, Go. And it's it just breaks all the, like the stereotypes of different school people. So you've got the ditzy blonde who everyone thinks, oh, she's dumb, she's this, that. Turns out she's actually like show loving. She's like hobby. She's really into hobbies like cooking and stuff. Yeah. And she likes, and she's actually quite kind and stuff. So you think the the, and then she's got a friend who's like a timid, shy, glasses wearing girl. You think, oh, that's the nice one. And she's actually a massive bitch, and she's not very nice. And so it just breaks all this, and it's like a, it's like a slice of life, so it's just that these girls going through school. Yeah. Nothing else to it, and it's just different questions that they ask for each day. What's that called? Uh, please tell me, Gaoko-chan. I've got the book Gaoko-chan? in the bag. Gaoko-chan? Gaoko-chan. Chan's a Japanese word for, like, I someone I respect. But that, anyway, that's all the podcast was today. This was a very film-orientated one, I think. It was, but that's good, because we need to so shoot. That's a, like I say, I think we said in the pilot... If these aren't going to be... They're not structured It's not a film podcast, but we're into films. It's not a games podcast, but we both like games. It's not a specific thing. It's two media students playing around with a loud piece of card. <laughs> <laughs> two media students that talk shit a bit for an hour. And then... So there's going to be a lot of things talking about films. There's also going to be a lot of shit just talking about crap. I do want to get guests. Um, I think we should establish... I want to do a few more episodes of us, and I think yeah. if we have a guest, I want it to be somebody that is going to be worthwhile. Can, I'd like someone yeah. either quite interesting that we can. Honestly, I would find it quite on. interesting if we were to have a specifically oriented podcast, so maybe it was oriented on music. Yeah, or I'd films. like to do something like that. Get a teacher specific. In. Yeah, I'd like to. Yeah. Because we have a lot of teachers who are interested in different things. So, music, you've got one, you've yeah. got one who's interested in documentaries and TV, and you've got one who are interested in. So uh, we're going to work on that. We'll come for the aspects. So there will be guests at some point. Yes. Just other students. Some point in the, in the far future. Politics one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not doing politics. But yeah, there'll be guests and there'll be different things. But on a whole, it's just general chit chat about things. Anything we find interesting. But yeah, films probably will be quite a prominent thing. But it's not like we're going to be doing reviews. So yeah. The ending of this was a fucking mess. <laughs> All be fixed in post. Oh, thanks. That's my job. Right, well, do you want to actually say goodbye or... Bye. You don't have to turn it off, do you? Bye. Oh, God. It's peaking so hard. No, that's still a game. Bye. Do you know what helps? What? If you take it off lock.